0: Hello, hello you are in for a treat today because I was able to chat with Monday Matumba. You may know her better as Monday's threads on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. She is a seamstress in Memphis, Tennessee, but I feel like she's like a celebrity seamstress on social media because she's known for taking these dresses that aren't even close to fitting and then perfectly tailoring them to her happy customers at the end of the day. And she does it with a great sense of humor and a relatability that we love. So, I can't wait for you to tune in and have fun listening as much as I had fun chatting with her. So, she's not only a seamstress, but she is a pattern designer and creator. We have a link in our show notes if you would like to purchase one of her patterns for yourself. And she's a digital creator, she's a master of creating these multiple income sources for herself. So, that's super inspirational. And um, it all started with hobby sewing, like so many of us. So, thank you, Monday, so much for spending time with me and sharing your story with our community. Uh, before we get into that episode, I wanted to remind you that we have uh, pre-sales going on for our 2024 Secrets of Bridal Seamstress retreat, which is happening in Austin, Texas. I'm so excited. Uh, you can head to secretsofbridalseamstresspodcast.com for more information, or you can click the link in the show notes to learn more about that. And um, with the pre-sales comes an opportunity to um, split your your ticket into separate payments so that's happening may through september and i'll be so excited when your registration comes through okay for now let's just dive in and listen to this awesome interview with monday You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Monday, thank you so much for being with us today and we are here for the stories so um, the, the, the pressure's on for you to deliver oh. some <laughs> juicy stories.
1: Thank you so much for having me this is a great honor. <laughs> oh my goodness we I'm, I'm
0: speaking I think on just behalf of our community like when something pops up from you I'm like ooh, what's she gonna talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us about your sewing journey because we look at you as this like woman who can tackle anything, make the ugliest dress beautiful, but we no. all know somewhere. So <laughs> where did it begin?
1: <laughs> not even, not even. But um, well, I started my sewing journey started when I was pretty young. So my mom used to sew. Um, and I call her serial entrepreneur because she used to do so many things, but she used to sew for people, make clothing for people, and she used to knit. So um People had oh, like sweaters on and um, pe- just different pieces. So that's where I picked it up from. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her little scraps, like she would give those to me. And then I had like this toy sewing machine. Like it was, it, it really was a toy. <laughs> I'm I'm even shocked that I couldn't make anything from there. <laughs> so I used to make uh, like uh, dresses for my dolls. So um, that's where I really picked it up from as I grew. I I remember a sewing class in, I think it was like elementary. You guys call it elementary. It was like primary school. We call it primary school. Yeah. And um, I learned how to hand sew uh, in that class and I loved it. Made an apron, um, all from like hand sewing. So that's where I, yeah, that's where I really picked it up from. Teenage years, I was like, nope, this is not cool. Not sewing anymore. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> None of the cool kids are sewing.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, and besides, I want like store-bought clothing. I don't want like m- mommy-made <laughs> That's before it was cool to make it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I was like, nope, no more this. So I rebelled. I was like, I don't want anything to do with sewing. So, yeah, I abandoned that and um, come into my grown up phase, um, hadn't touched a sewing machine in years. And then I started working um, and the work environment was a little stressful and mm-hmm. I started having like an- anxiety. Yeah. And so my husband at the time was like, why don't you do something like that is not related to your work, like something outside of uh the work that you were doing and I was like what am I gonna do and he was like well you mentioned sewing um so
0: apron so uh (laughs) (laughs) and
1: the dolls dresses yeah so I was like yeah maybe I should get uh get back into sewing so he bought me my first sewing machine my Real, real sewing machine. What was
0: Because we all nerd out on the sewing machines. So, what kind was it? Oh my! I
1: can't even remember. And uh, shocking that he did good because it was a good sewing machine. It lasted me, I think, about like five years. Wow, good five years. So I was like, you did good picking. Yeah, he did his research. (laughs) Yeah, it was a thing or something. I can't remember what it wait, no, 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 it was a brother. It it was a brother because that's where I got my loyalty to brother. (laughs) So (laughs) got that and I just started sewing away. And it was just, it was great. It was a great stress reliever, but I was sewing for myself. I wasn't sewing for anyone else. And I was still, I was like relearning because I had lost, well, the knowledge was still there but I just felt like I needed to polish up my <laughs> yeah,
0: confidence. You can lose the confidence so quickly.
1: Yes. 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 So it, I mean, it came back naturally. Um, so started sewing for myself and then people were like, Oh, that's a cute outfit you have. That's a cute dress you have. Where did you get it? And I'm like, Oh, mm, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but don't look too close. Yeah. Don't- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might see the stitches falling apart. Right. right.
0: <laughs> but all so, of a sudden it became cool. It was like, oh, this isn't like lame like my mom made. It's like I'm getting like attention for making right, like it's mean, original. Yeah.
1: <laughs> asking me. They were like, uh, can you make this for me? I was like, no, nope, I'm not gonna make this for you. <laughs> I didn't feel confident that um, I could make something for someone else. I mean, I had the confidence for myself, but I still I didn't feel like I was (laughs) at that spot. So but yeah, that's how that's pretty much the growth of my um, sewing. Um, I did take like, well, a few courses like online courses. Um, I think I took like a couture sewing class, uh, couture Techniques. I can't remember Mm -hmm. what it was. Couture sewing techniques, and then I think I took like a wedding dress. I was part of like a wedding dress membership sewing, wedding dress sewing membership, or something like Mm that. And of course, YouTube uh, University. (laughs) I'm (laughs) constantly on it. The University of YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Oh yeah. Really really start with like almost like therapy. Like you needed something to help chill you out. And it just started from yeah. something that you love to do. for Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. That
0: is really, that's so <laughs> inspiring. Cause I think that is like the story of so many of us, like, okay, we were enjoying it for ourselves and we yeah. we figure out, Oh, I'm kind of good at this. And I'm building yeah. my confidence a little bit. And like, could I make money off of this? You uh-huh. know, and yeah, it's like yeah. all, we all have like the same progression <laughs> right right, so when right. Did you, like click that you could make money off of this
1: um so, so when people started asking make so I mean I was still a little hesitant I was like yeah. I don't know if I want to make this for people because I was just so scared I was like watch as soon as they leave uh, with this this garment it's going to fall apart. (laughs) And my name is going to be at stake. So it took a while for me to actually start saying yes. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, the same job that I was at, still very stressful, still dealing with anxiety. um, I came to a point where I had to make a decision whether to stay or leave. Mm -hmm. And my biggest hesitation was if I leave, we're going down to a one income household because my husband um, Mm -hmm. was working. And so I was like, I'm going to leave that income. And what am I going going to do? And I had a pressing. um, I'm a person of faith. I'm Christian. um, So I had a pressing um, on my heart that I would be okay. I just needed to take a leap of faith. And give up that job. And it was in in accounting. I went to school for accounting. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) that's like the most lucrative career out there, accounting. Yeah. To give that up to go and sew. Yes. So (laughs) (laughs) it was, it was, yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is just a a step of faith that I had to take. Very, very nerve-wracking, but eventually I gave up that job. And as soon as I gave up that job, I said I was going to start saying yes to people and whatever orders that they wanted. And -hmm. as soon as I left that job that year, I had like five prom um, consultations for the next year. So it was just crazy. It was like, God was just saying, um, give up that job. I already have stuff waiting for you, lined up for you. And so, yeah, it, it was just, it was just amazing. And so, yeah, I just decided, let me start saying yes to um, people's requests and um, make money. Once, from- yeah, like
0: one dress at a time, right? And then it's yeah. like, <laughs> like, one <laughs> month at a time and then you kind of just see where it progresses. Yeah, yes,
1: yes. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. I, um, I left my <laughs> teaching career and it was like kind of along oh. the same lines because I was like, I don't want to be doing this anymore. But I... I kind of, I was able to build up the business a little bit on the side and then lower my oh, okay. hours teaching until like yeah. the business ready to like take over. But even at that point, like the business was at like seventy five percent by the time mm. I quit, and it was like okay, just kind of trusting that like more business would come, and it did. But it's like oh yeah. like okay, here we go. <laughs> and I do love hearing everything. like. Not like every every story is the same, but every business story has yeah. so many similarities. Where it does take yeah. that one like moment where you're like, yeah. "Hey, here we go! I'm gonna yeah. make it not." And yeah. you don't know unless you
1: you give try. It up, you, know? you Yep. That's, yep. That's so so true. Like,
0: I and custom dresses
1: the first year. What? I know it was it It was crazy I was like honestly I don't even know how I do a lot of stuff that I do it's it's divine intervention that's what I say it's because I'm like I did that how did I do that and you slept and you took care of your family and you ate and it's
0: like (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy (laughs) So I love. Cause did you make your shirt that you're wearing? Or
1: your okay, this is actually um, a jumpsuit. So this yes. is my sewing pattern, the Lilato uh, jumpsuit. So this is it. Now I can't. I'm not gonna stand. <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: so think, I think you posted yeah. about it, so I'm gonna that share was... you that picture in yeah. Because yeah. I was gonna say, I love like your colorful mm-hmm. style. I love like your signature style with the clothing that you design and so I want to learn more about like your pattern making journey because that is like a completely I mean oh that's I can't yeah. even wrap my head around that I have a friend Sarah who has this great um what's it called when you have a program on your computer
1: Adobe is that Adobe
0: something or- that she used like she like yeah designs her own patterns and that okay. like I can even can like comprehend that because for me I'm like okay I can like alter something for somebody or I like to obviously follow other patterns or I can kind of draft yeah. my own patterns but when it yeah. comes like making them for other people to use that is like a whole another level so That's how a whole do you different thing. yes yeah so tell <laughs> about that
1: um so it really started um out of me trying to figure out other income streams Mm-hmm. So, yes, I love sewing Um, I, I enjoyed sewing for other people, but it's very taxing. It's very taxing on your body. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to be trading hours. Is, is that what it, is that the term hours for dollars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I need to find something that can be a little bit more passive and um Get me money, (laughs) get me money, and I just did a little bit of research and just like looking even at the pattern making industry like the big, the big. Well, I guess now it's I mean, is it the big four, the big five pattern companies, which is one company, yeah? um, Now, but um, I'm like, I because I was a religious pattern buyer, I have Mm -hmm. like hundreds. I, I don't think I'm <laughs> in the thousands, but I'm in the hundreds Wow. of patterns that I would buy, whether they were on sale or not on sale. Mm-hmm. And some of them I wouldn't use. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there counting how much money I have just sitting there. And I'm like... I don't know. And then some of the patterns, the, the, I mean, they have their own, their own issues, but I'm like, but what if I made something that I enjoy that's stylish, enjoy to wear, yeah. enjoy to make, and then just like sell that. And I, I researched like indie pattern companies, saw what they were doing. And now a, a secret that I'll tell you is, I, I mean, I have the vision for what I want a piece to look like. But I don't have any skill in like drawing out the pattern, creating the pattern. Piece. I what? don't have any of that. So there's hope for me. <laughs> None <laughs> of that. So guess what I did? contract the work out. There's okay. someone out there who can do that and um you just give them it's it's amazing. It's amazing the skills that are out there. So just leverage other people's skills. <laughs> I'm like I can pay you to do it. So hello come in Fiverr. <laughs> Fiverr, Upwork, there's pattern designers there. So I contracted um Someone on Fiverr, I told them I had actually made this jumpsuit before for myself. Um, and so I just gave them. I showed them the picture. I gave them the measurements dimensions, um, and I asked them, "Is this something that you can do?" And they were like, "Yeah, we can do that." And they gave me a time frame. They gave me the budget. And yeah, once that was done, I tested it out a little bit. I had a few pattern testers. and, yeah. That's how the pattern. Oh, came. You made it sound like so easy. It honestly, well, it is easy. I feel <laughs> like it is. But shh, don't, t- don't tell. Don't <laughs> tell. Like our secret, because I don't want like the whole
0: world now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it does. It takes a lot of dedication to. To. I mean. I think you have to come to that place where you're like, this could work and people may want to buy this design that I have. And it must take so much time to do that, like investigating and contracting, but also knowing that you can spend time on your creative side, you know, which like what you're saying at the beginning of our conversation, like that is what you want to spend more time in that zone. And then, okay, find somebody else whose zone is to drop the patterns, yes. you know, <laughs> yeah. As opposed to like trying to find the right program yourself and Educate, because I hear that that can take years to master pattern making. Like I tried it, find yeah.
1: I tried it. The design, oh lord! I was on Adobe trying to figure out how to do this. I had watched countless videos because there's videos of, of how to create like PDF yeah. patterns. I was like, this is not for me. I am yeah. wasting time <laughs> and money trying to figure this out. So yes. this time and money. Let me invest it in someone who can do it, and then (laughs) yeah, and that's it. Like you, I think
0: people don't realize sometimes when you're trying to force the DIY so much, that is like precious time and money that's going into it. You know, so yeah. So shout out to Sarah Colas is the genius pattern maker and does all the things that she can keep those gifts, and then. And the rest of us can uh, know when to hire. I out. know, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and know when to give it up. That's such a great reminder of like you don't need to know how to do it all to be successful. Exactly. Like that's you so don't funny. need to be a master of everything to have a successful brand. So yeah, yep. and like yep. we we think that you're making the patterns. So yeah, no, well, no, that's so our after, little secret. after this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay. our little so, secret. Exactly. Um, so we'll have a link in the show notes too of where to find your patterns and um if people aren't already following you on Instagram, so they can shop that way. yay, but I'd like to transition into probably one of my favorite facets of your brand slash personality, uh-huh. and that would be your before and afters. So before we hit record, <laughs> we talked about, <laughs> How you're just emerging out of prom season and um, you provided so much entertainment for us uh, with that season. And now you're heading into bridal. But um, when did you realize that you're such a good storyteller and that like the world had to hear your stories of these crazy dresses that you're getting?
1: <laughs> Listen, firstly, I don't think I'm a good storyteller, <laughs> I'm just good at transferring. A story from one person to oh, the goodness. world and how
0: are you getting like I don't know why you're a magnet now for all of the, I think, the I pictures that incredible. you're the <laughs> <laughs> people travel to Memphis to work with you or are they coming from all over the country or is this just oh, like gosh. Memphis only because that's a lot of Ooh. Um, emergencies in one
1: town. Oh, <laughs> I serve, uh, and I try to tell everyone who reaches out. I serve the local Memphis area. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to come from California to come to Memphis for alterations, great. But I also kind of um, stipulate that you have to be available for at least two or three fittings, especially if you have like a serious problem piece. Yeah. Um, two or three fittings. So that usually like weeds out a lot of people because, mm-hmm. and, and I kind of discourage them. I'm like, is it going to be worth it? Because fine, you might be paying for the alterations but you have to factor in your travel, yeah, your accommodation if you're going to stay here for more than a day or, or so. Mm-hmm. That is all adding to the cost of your piece. So if alteration is gonna cost three four hundred dollars, add five (laughs) hundred dollars for painting. Yeah. So the whole alteration might, I don't know, cost you. I don't know. Let's just throwing out a number thousand five hundred. (laughs) Yeah. Or piece that you got for I don't know two (laughs) hundred. So um, yeah, I really try to filter out. clients and tell them that I only work with people in the local Memphis area. If you can get here and be available for three fittings, then great. But, um, the storytelling, like how did I, I don't know. <laughs> Not that. Yeah. I still don't consider myself a, a great storyteller. It's just people have it. very, no, <laughs> no, people have very interesting stories. We yeah. all, I, I believe we all have stories, even just every day happening. That's a story. We're walking storyboards. So yeah. um, it really clicked. Um, so during the pandemic, I took like self-development courses and um, just so I could I don't know, better my business. Just mm-hmm. be serious about my business, Monday's Threads. And a few people that I had followed, um, I'd taken a course with Amy Porterfield. And I don't know if you know mm-hmm. her. Oh, yeah, um, I took courses with her. Oh, you do? Yes. did? You do?
0: Yes, I've done the list builders and I did course creators or what is it? The course academy? Digital course. Again. Yes, yes. And I love her podcast. So I'm <laughs> <What> a <are you laughs> fellow <doing>? fan. <laughs> uh, uh, Thing. Yeah. So yes, I We're did. We're probably make, in the same like support Facebook group. You know actually. what? <laughs> 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 That's
1: so funny. Yeah, so I did that. I did Amy and Amy is uh, connected, pretty much connected to Stu McLaren. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the membership guru. Um, and so Stu is big on storytelling mm-hmm. and that really resonated with me. And I was like, so how can I connect my business And storytelling. And it was it it was a little tough because I couldn't really find like relatable examples. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like sewing and just alterations, and I don't know, it's just a whole different ball game. So there wasn't a lot of examples for me to see. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let me just, I don't know, let me just document my process, let me document. Um, just keep the stories for myself really Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um and then eventually um um, what happened oh 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 eventually tiktok came Mm -hmm. came. Mm -hmm. and what i loved about tiktok was just people being authentic people being raw Mm -hmm. instagram that's where it's like all the fakeness was, yeah. all the polished pictures, yep. all the, everything. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was just fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's better. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I was seeing all these stories, people would be story time on, on TikTok, just raw, just raw details. And I was like, let me just post one of my, what, a bit of my work. So the first dress that I actually posted was a bride, a bridesmaid. And she, <laughs> it was just after the pandemic, um, and so you know everyone had this pandemic weight <laughs> I know where this. Is she going. had her dress. <laughs> and tried it during the pandemic. Comes out of the pandemic, and it won't zip up. Yeah, yeah. It was like several. I think maybe two, three sizes too small. Oh, oh okay. It was yes. It was. <laughs> it was a disaster and so I was like Bridesmaid dresses
0: are so hard because it's like they're expensive enough to really be a pain when they don't fit like I think the bridesmaids get so frustrated when they don't fit and they're like I just spent 200 bucks on this dress right and then they don't want to necessarily spend even more on I know. <laughs> It's like that yeah it's that awful like in between whereas like a bridal gown okay you've already spent two thousand dollars on this dress so you're gonna yeah. spend right. something to like make it fit
1: but yes. you have the budget the budget is there um so yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely different with bridesmaids dresses. So, oh my gosh! Anyway, she came to me, and um, yeah, I, I removed the zipper and added the lace back um, corset ties. Worked perfectly. And actually, I did no, I did record the whole process. I don't even know why, but I have a habit of recording uh, pretty much my process. I don't know where I'm going to post it or share it, but I always record my process. So I did that. And then I took some before and after pictures. Then I posted that on uh, TikTok and it blew up and went mm-hmm. viral. And so I was like, oh, I'm onto something here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people loved, loved, loved it. So I posted that a few times and then I posted it on Instagram. I actually have a business account for Instagram not the one that everyone knows now, Monday Threads, but a different one for my alterations and custom. And it blew up there. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay. Now this wasn't, I didn't have the the, the green screen where I was n- narrating the stories. Yeah. Um, It was just, I would show like the before and after or a client came to me with this. And so it was just like text and then music yeah. in the background. So those did really well. And actually my largest um, following is on, on Facebook. Um, That's where I, yeah, that's where, that's where a lot of people follow me everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) People don't know. Yeah. People don't know this on Instagram, but my largest following is on, on Facebook. And so it blew up there. And I was like, okay, from that video, another person. Now this is where the bride, I don't know if you've seen that. This probably lost, lost at the bottom. (laughs) Stuff, but this is where I had the bride um, who had a custom-made dress in West Africa. Beautiful dress, mm-hmm. very well made, but it was about two, three sizes too small. Oh, no. Came in ten days before her wedding. Ten days before her wedding. <laughs> oh my goodness. And yeah. as in she couldn't even just imagine like it was mermaid style, humongous train, ruffles, mm-hmm. beading all over the bodice. Um, Part of it was zipper up to the waist and then part of it was like corset style in the back. She couldn't even pull it on. It was that small.
0: Oh, my goodness. Ooh.
1: And... Okay. She, she saw the other video and she was like, could you help me? And I, I was like, mm, <laughs> did you ask around first? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can if I can help you. And she was like, I have asked around so many bridal seamstresses uh, shops and everyone is like, no. And my heart broke for her because oh I was goodness, like, yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there has become kind of that hesitation of like, what if I say yes, and I can't help her. And what if I should just tell
1: her to like buy a new dress? You know yes. what I mean? That's always, make- that yeah. is always the case. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but come in and let's see what's going on. And I'll take a look at it. And if it's something I can do, I will do it. If it's not, then be prepared. <laughs> to yeah. leave. and so she came in yeah same thing she couldn't pull the firstly the dress was heavy it oh, was yeah, I, I don't know I could be exaggerating but maybe 30 40 pounds <laughs> it was heavy it was oh so so heavy yeah and so there we were like trying to get her in so I mean I looked at the dress I was like okay where are the seams? Cause it had beading everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to take this apart, where am I taking it apart? Unfortunately, in the back of the dress, where the zipper was, mm-hmm. there was an opening where you could open, <laughs> open up the dress. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if worse comes to the worst, I can put this back. I can put the, the, the seam back, yeah. but like, let's open it up to see if it can actually go up and if the front part can fit. Mm-hmm. So we did that. I seam ripped the back open. Um, she came in, actually she left that day. Cause it was just, it was a lot. There was yeah. tears. And I oh was wow. like, I need to, I need, I need a timeout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she left, I got that done. Then she came in again um, for a fitting. I would call it a fitting mm-hmm. to see if the dress could go up. So she she managed to slip the dress on. I think it had straps. She put the dress on. There was tears. Yay, the dress could go on. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Do so you just open up like every seam then? No, just the one in the back. So really, wow. The, okay. Yeah, from the waist to i think it was just above the knee Mm -hmm. um in the back that was the only one i could open because everything else was beaded closed wow so (laughs) it was crazy so Mm -hmm. i opened it up they had there was some seam allowance maybe about an inch and a half but i'm like i don't even know what i'm gonna do with this because we have the rest of the dress like what's gonna happen so I was like, the only suggestion that I have is for you to do the corset lace back ties all the way down, mm-hmm. all the way down. At, you know what? At the end of the day, it, it to me, it didn't look, I don't know, it looked a hot mess. It really did. But I've noticed that at the end of the day, as long as they can either walk down the aisle or fit the dress, they don't care. what's going on
0: (laughs) or how they get fit (laughs) right right and really it is like okay if they're happy with it if they're happy with how it looks yeah and it's almost like you kind of don't want to say that out loud because then there's always people who are gonna like judge that but at you know when you're working with you have to be client focused with our work. You know what I mean? And so sometimes when we get so like hyper-focused on us and like- Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, then, it's, then it becomes about us instead of, and that probably goes also to like, um, the same thing can be said of clients who have a certain budget and we have to change the- Oh yeah. Fix stresses based yeah. on their budget. So I yeah. totally get it where you're like, ooh,
1: but she was happy. Yeah, so. okay, bye. She, was, she was like, do whatever. And also yeah. the fabric that I had, it was so last minute, like the fabric that I had, the, uh, the satin, the bridal satin, it was her dress. I think was like an off white. Mm-hmm. The, the fabric that I had was like, I think it was like a diamond. That's what it was. Diamond white. So it was like white, white. <laughs> so you you're definitely going to see the contrast. Yeah. So and I tried to dye it. It wouldn't take the dye. Wouldn't take for some reason. Um, so I was like, you know what, this is, <laughs> this is all I can do. And she was in like, yeah. That. yeah, she was like, just do that as long as I can just get into the dress and walk down the aisle and she was going to change the dress. She was going to okay. change. Her dress. Mm-hmm. So anyways, long story short, got that done. She came in for her final fitting. I think it was like Thursday. Her wedding was a Saturday, Thursday. She came in for the fitting. Managed to lace it up, tears again. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And I was like, okay, we have the dress done. Hi. And she sent pictures of the of the dress on the wedding day. And I was like, wow, this was this was a hot mess, but I'm so glad I yeah. helped
0: her. Yes, I yeah. Her. And I'm oh. sure there's this story behind the ordering of the dress, and you know. The the process of ordering her custom dress from West Africa like that is that's probably why she was willing to do whatever it took to like just wear that down the aisle. So how special that she could still wear it, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, oh my gosh, it was like story on story. The um, so when I posted that, of course, that blew up as well. <laughs> it went viral. And the wedding design, the wedding dress designer saw her, saw the the reel and actually messaged me and was like, well, thank you for helping her out. And I was like, what happened? Like what, yes. what, what happened with the sizing and whatever? And I don't know, she, she didn't really say, um, but I'm thinking they took, um, they probably converted the wrong measurements or mm-hmm. either they took measurements that were in inches and thought they were in, I think they used meters and stop there Mm -hmm. yeah so um so that I think that was the biggest thing but um I was like yeah I think you need to refund her for the alterations cost um because yeah the dress was custom made it was supposed to fit so um so she was like yeah I felt so bad um it's never happened and I think she was her first overseas client oh okay. So she was like I felt so bad I actually refunded her all the money and i was like what yeah
0: wow (laughs) yeah oh but what an awful feeling
1: for them i I know and it it wasn't that the dress was bad or anything the dress was gorgeous yeah like you said it was well made it was just it was well made because i also struggled with like seam ripping i had a hard time like trying to take the 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 stitches out (laughs) yeah well made it was just the sizing was really, really off. So yeah. she was like, yeah, I refunded her all her money. And yeah, now I know not to take overseas clients unless they can come for a fitting. I was like, yeah. well, win-win situation for everyone. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. And like we said earlier, things that you have to learn along the way. Yeah, uh-huh, yep,
1: yep, yep. So yeah, that's where all the storytelling. Wow, it's uh, amazing. Came in. I'm so inspired now to just
0: record, have like this back roll going at <laughs> work because it's like- even now I still forget like oh yeah I should be taking pictures when they first come in or I should be you know what I mean like it's like oh okay I have so many photos of like you know from the wedding or once it's done but like as I'm working or when they first come in I just am like talking so much that I'm like pause. <laughs> so do you ever still have like projects that you've started and you're like okay I Shouldn't be doing this, or like
1: maybe I can't, you know what I mean? Do you still ever even have those moments? Because, um, uh, no, you know what, not as often, um, not as often because I, I do have a pretty good vetting process. Okay. So before about that. <laughs> it's not- me about that, it's not major or anything, <laughs> but um, a lot of my business, a lot of my work is referral. Um, mm-hmm. So someone has to refer you to me, um, and once I guess once we get in communication, either through text, uh, email, or a lot of people on social media, um, I well I'll ask them who referred you to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I know if anything yeah. goes wrong, I can say, "Hey, you <laughs> send me <a> client." Um, <laughs> well, that's to <not> <laughs> <not the> blame. <laughs> You're right, right. <laughs> um, but on top of that, I always ask them, "What is it that you need?" And send me pictures. Mm. Not just pictures of the outfit, because some people would just send me either like a screenshot from the website yeah. <laughs> or a dress hanging. And I'm like, I can't tell anything, but yeah. I want to see you in the outfit to know if it's something that I can do.
0: Right. So I do the same thing.
1: Yeah. It's like, give me yeah.
0: pictures, please. Yeah. If, if if cry, it's you know? something
1: I can't do. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. This is something that I can't do. Um, but if it's something that I really need to look at and see again, I i mean, I'll have them come in and I'll tell them I'm just taking a look. If it's something I can't do, mm-hmm. then yeah. Right. You have to find someone else. But if it's something that I can do, then yeah. Do okay. you have like um, red flags? Oh, right. <laughs> I think because of the way I like vet people. Yeah. Um, I don't usually get... Like people with, I don't know. Or any um,
0: signals that you're like, okay, whoa, do not want to work with you. Or oh, oh yeah,
1: so th- I've had a few, and I'm like, how did you slip through, like <laughs> But it's very few, but um, there was three that I remember, <laughs> and one of them was like contact, constantly contacting me after hours. Oh, Uh, so there's just i mean not that i i do have my business hours on my calendar Mm -hmm. but um i don't know i think it's just known that Mm -hmm. between maybe six seven i'll say seven if you're pushing it eight or nine in the morning don't be i mean before nine don't be contacting people (laughs) same yeah So I had a client, um, firstly, someone referred her to me. So I'm like, okay, okay, you were vetted. But (laughs) she, yeah, I was like slightly vetted, but she contacted me. This was like past 9 p.m. And I understand it was an emergency. She needed altering, like 20, turnaround, 24 hour turnaround. Wow. So she... Contacted me, I think it was like nine and then 10. And I don't know if I responded. Maybe I did. Oh, I had asked her to send me pictures because she was like, Mm -hmm. I need this done by latest by tomorrow evening. And blah blah blah. And this person sent me your number. She said you could do it. And um, so that was number one, just constantly contacting. And then this this is a pet peeve that I that I have. It's an easy fix. It's an easy fix. Oh, yeah. or I know you can do it. Like, don't be buttering me up. <laughs> I know I can do it, but don't be telling it's me. so easy. <laughs> you can don't do it. Don't be telling okay. me it's so easy. <laughs> I know you can do it. Yeah. I know I can do it. Yeah.
0: Um, I know. Is that, or it's like, oh, it's just, yes. uh, um, or it's just yeah. taking a little bit in the sides. That phrase, too, is always like,
1: Ooh. So, yeah, I should have known I know better now, but yeah, I should have she said she was like, yeah, it's just an easy fix. It's taking in, I just needed taken in um a little, and um, so she comes in, uh, I take a look. It wasn't just taken in. it was almost like a reconstruction of the top part., um, Yeah. The- <laughs> oh my gosh, and um, yeah, I got it done. Um, and I gave her kind of like an amount, um, cause sometimes I, I, I won't give like a, a total, um, a cost or a price. Mm-hmm. I'll give her a ballpark right, um, right. right, so that, you know, like how much you're going to pay. So I gave her the ballpark. Um, she was on my, g- is it ready? Is the dress ready? Is the dress ready? Have you go- how far have you gone with the dress? And I was like, eh. <laughs> so she came in I was like I'm done come in um so she comes in uh she tries on the dress it fits there was a few other like it 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 was going to work mm-hmm. but then she was getting nitpicky no maybe you should take it in here like a little bit maybe take it in here I was like girl no I don't have time this is a working it's a functional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. functional piece <laughs> remember the time frame that you gave me exactly it's mm-hmm. functional you can walk out here and, and still look good yeah um and then I gave her the final quote and she was like oh my gosh that is more than I paid for the dress and I stood there was like I gave you a range of what it would cost <laughs> yeah. and on top of that this is like a super rush yes super rush this is 24 hour turnover it's not for like a simple ham or no this was a reconstruction so which means I was up all night working yes so (laughs) and I was like I don't care what you I didn't say it but I was like I don't care what you (laughs) paid for the dress (laughs) no it's not relevant I mean I
0: think people think it is but it really doesn't
1: matter (laughs) it's almost got combative Wow. She was like, I don't know if I want to pay that. Like, you should have told me that that would be the amount. I was like, you know what? And I'm not, I'm not combative. I'm not confrontational. Yeah. It's just not my energy. I know I'm getting sweaty, like thinking about this interaction. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> that I is, that. that oh. is not me, but I, I was firm. I was like, okay, that's fine. What I can do is, you can sit here and wait. And what I'll do is undo everything that I've done. And you can take your dress. You don't even need to pay anything. And um, yeah, we can call it a day. And she was like, "No, that's not what I meant. I just, I, I just don't understand why I had to pay all this money for." It. I was like,
0: "So she thought the ballpark was just." like putting out random numbers to get numbers out there. Right. Like, right. See, yeah. Sometimes people, yeah. And oh and
1: God. I did kind of explain that to her. I was like, how would you feel if you were asked to work extra hours, let's say at your job. So I don't know, just, yeah. I don't know. To make it relatable. Someone calls in sick. Let's say it's an hourly job. Someone calls in sick. Oh, we need you to stay a few extra hours. Um, Yeah. And we're just gonna pay you this amount of money, like the, ba- not even <laughs> covering the base. yeah, so like people get paid time and a half or I don't know what what the going rate is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm like, and so you want me to work for free over a twenty four hour period. I'm like, that's not fair. and and just going forward, I don't know who you're gonna work with <laughs> in yeah. the future. But yeah, think about that. Think about the time that they're putting in to um, solving or fixing solving right. your problem. Right. So um, yeah, and it she sounds kind of like
0: thinking. from the jump, if she was constantly like, like, and that's what always. Whenever I'm in these situations, and I look back to the initial contact or the way that they interact via email or how how many oh, yeah send. you know yeah. if they don't have boundaries with either how often they're messaging me or what exactly. how they speak to me it's like that's gonna that's gonna also come out in person that's in the biggest
1: red flag yeah. yes yeah I love and where you was. put it respecting your boundaries like even just as a business like business hours right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, eventually she paid and, and she was not leaving my place until she paid. So I was yeah. like, either you pay and I'll give you your uh, your dress or um, you sit here probably yeah. an hour and I take out everything that I've done and then you can leave after I've undone everything. And yeah, she eventually paid and she left. And I went back to this person who had vetted her and I was like, this person oh that's right there was somebody yeah yeah Yeah. this person that you sent me and she was like oh she doesn't strike me as that type of I was like no never again
0: (laughs) I remember um this was my first year um it was right after I left teaching so I was like, okay I'm doing this full time and I had a bride who was super difficult and um I think she she bought her dress on eBay and then it was used and stretched and yeah. whatever. um But she came to me because I was altering her best friend's dress. Oh, and I okay. best friend from other things. And so um, I was, I mentioned like, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so is coming to pick up her dress and it's been a little stressful, but the friend in common was like, oh yeah, she's pretty stressful just in general. Like everything's- Well now you think. Like, <laughs> Why did you do this to me? <laughs> But again, and that's when I was still, I was so excited to grow the business that I was gonna take anything and anybody. And I was like, and I I remember even in our, you know, I had like my way to kind of vet brides through email and through um, like photos and my investment guide yeah. and all this stuff. And then yeah. she called me and she wanted the, and even in the phone call, I could hear that in her voice, but I was like, oh, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Um, Things we tell ourselves. And it's like, it's not worth it. So as the bridal season, you know, well, I think most of us are kind of like pre-booked, but still I always save room for like last minute brides because where else are they going to go? And um, <laughs> like, how do you, do you have a couple tips for like how to give a firm? No, because I think a lot of women still struggle with that. Like, no, and then they're going weeks without day off or without sleeping.
1: And so how do you say no? No, just be, be generous with your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yes and don't feel bad really don't feel bad I I can't remember what the saying is um your what you are some your lack of planning doesn't constitute an emergency on my part um I know I know it's harsh but it's it's true if you want to keep your sanity yeah (laughs) right if you want to be rested um Mm -hmm. and enjoy it like actually enjoy the job like I love
0: I love going to work and then I love coming home and I love coming. Exactly.
1: Home. <laughs> exactly. You, you are going to be stressed if you don't set yes. up those boundaries. Um, if you don't say no. So um, yeah, just, and I would say, well, I don't know if people do this, but just write down like your, the things that you're not going to accept. And if people fall in that area, then it's a hard no. If mm-hmm. there's things that you're like, oh, OK, like you said, you have some, I don't know, maybe days for maybe emergencies, mm-hmm. then stick with stick with that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just you know. I have a
0: buffer sure. for five emergency brides a month. There
1: you go. Honestly, That's great. The
0: emergency, the rush fees are kind of nice. As long as yes. I.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: As long as I plan ahead and I know they're coming and, you know, it took years to figure out like, oh, there's always going to be people who contact me last minute. So, like, I'm going to buffer in my time so that I can help them and then, you know, get that whatever four week rush fee or whatever, um, knowing, too, that everybody else is going to be booked. So if you can plan ahead that way. Exactly.
1: Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what do you see for the future of Monday's Threads? Like you've already, you're doing alterations. You've been like a pattern maker. <laughs> you're a celebrity on all this. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So what's next. <laughs> um. Hmm. What next? I would love to. Um. I don't know. Come up. Come out with a few more patterns. I don't know. Maybe some easy, like bridal, simple. Uh. Maybe like elopement. Uh. Dresses. Ooh, that'd be really or something fun. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah uh just so designs that i see a lot of like brides struggling with I, I do get a lot of like plus size clients and it's almost like they have the same issue mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think i, 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 don't, I don't know yeah. if i could come up with something that um kind of incorporates or solves that problem of the issue that they
0: yeah
1: um, have um so yeah definitely some more patterns in the future um i work from home so um maybe it's I know it's not now I still have to like calculate stuff and just plan but I would love to have like a a store storefront oh yeah Uh, um yeah and even if I could like work in there sew in there I do have a sewing space but um yeah if I could just like go in store meet clients from there um sew from there So that I don't know. I don't want to say in the near near future, but in the future, I would love. Yes.
0: Yeah. What about would you ever be up for like educating seamstresses on these?
1: Now, I don't know if it's seamstresses because I feel I'm kind of like, um, so I know stuff. Um, I know a lot more than just like the normal or the basic seamstress, but then I'm not like an expert. Or <laughs> I hear you, and you're
0: like, I don't oh, want to tread
1: those waters. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I know, I know. when <laughs> some seamstresses look at my work and like, hmm, yeah, you could have done better. I know there's this, but then the people who don't know any better or anything, they're like you saved the day yes or those of us who appreciate what it
0: took emotionally to get oh that done. you know what i'm saying it's like yeah oh my goodness oh, oh i that's goodness. so funny you say that because I, I know where you're coming from
1: <laughs> yeah so i i am actually in the works of um trying to produce a course two courses one for like simple or basic alterations because some of the stuff that people bring to me you could have done that yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you only knew how to sew, you could right. have done that yourself. Mm-hmm. So, basic, like basic alterations that people can do.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, part. I love
1: to do that. And then, just I, I get a lot of comments where people are scared to do alterations. I'm like, well, why are you scared? If you can make an outfit, if you can sew a whole dress. Right. Uh, yeah you could do simple alterations now with the bridal like some of the bridesmaids dresses yes there's certain knowledge that they need to know um but i feel like you could if you know how to sew you can get by with doing simple basic alterations so i want to create well i'm kind of in the process of creating a course for those people so i'm just yeah i'm just trying to get it together yeah
0: it is a huge process like I totally yeah I totally understand but I love how you're kind of like all over so you're like serving brides and you know prom or formal wear and then you're serving sewists with your patterns and then sewists with these horses I love that that your audience can be that broad
1: Yes, I'm trying to really diversify, like I said in the beginning, it's really diversify my income. So I want to still enjoy doing alterations because I look at it as, as more of a passion, mm-hmm. uh, p- passion project for me. So and I know I should charge more, way more than, yeah. <laughs> than I do. But um, it it's really fulfilling for me seeing people walk out of here and I have helped them and I have and uh, if if there's that question if if money wasn't an issue what would you do for free I would do alterations like you would come yeah I'm gonna do the alterations for free but yeah so all these other things it's really me diversifying um so so I can actually do what I love so yes and still enjoy it that it's not gonna still enjoy enjoy out of it
0: Yes. Yeah. That's so smart. It's just very inspiring. So we'll be looking for what's next. Thank you. Let's yes. come down the pike. And um, I mean, I feel like you've already given us like so many good tips and good stories. And uh, obviously the podcast is for bridal seamstresses who are probably at this moment, like hunched over the sewing machine with some dresses. So do you have like a final piece of advice to encourage or... Yeah, advise seamstresses to maybe avoid the crazy situations or to know when they're worth it.
1: Oh, well, um, be like I said before, be generous with your nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> be generous with your nose, even just for your own like peace of mind. Um, if it's something that you can't do, if you know it's in your heart that you can't, just don't do it. Just don't because piece. on top of that, I mean, I've seen... Uh, most work, like if this is like what you do, your profession, it's great. The work is great. But then there's, I don't know, you get those that come to you and they're like, oh, this seamstress botched, botched my dress or botched this. So I'm like, they should have just said no. It's okay to say no. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And it's fine. I know there are some things that I just,
0: I don't enjoy. It stresses me out or I I think too hard. I'm like, I could make money easier if I was doing a different project, and exactly. it doesn't less of a businesswoman or of a seamstress. Like yes. I just know, like knowing your boundaries is mm-hmm. something that you don't need to be ashamed of. It's just exactly, like, um, exactly. Like you can, if you want to learn to perfect a skill, you can do that. If you want to on your slow season, but if you don't want to, you don't need to. I don't know. Yeah. just pass it along <laughs>
1: yeah exactly exactly and I guess the final thing is um tell the stories tell yeah. the stories like um I'm always looking for it well actually one of the the most asked questions that I get is do you know anyone in my area who does what you do Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know a few people, but I'm like, where is everyone? Where is everyone hiding? And people won't know about you until you come out there and tell the stories. Because I know I'm not the only one who does this or who experiences this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tell the stories. Document your process. Document. Yes. People relate to stories. We. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you found me. It's like so yes. relatable, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that we all go through. And so, yeah, definitely share. Just share what you have. Document, share, and don't don't be afraid to to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. scary,
0: but yes, and make no. Sure don't wrong. be yeah. scared. <laughs> Why? Why is it scary? <laughs> Okay, so for those listeners who are not already following you, um, your Monday's threads. So pretty simple on the IG. And then where can we find your patterns?
1: Okay, so I'm on Etsy. I have my patterns on Etsy under Monday's threads. If you type in Monday's threads as well, Mm -hmm. it should pop up. Um, Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Etsy. And I also have a link to going everywhere. (laughs) yeah <laughs> on my instagram. so if you get lost on etsy um uh, you can that's just uh, yeah go to my instagram mondays underscore threads and you you'll provide that information yeah yeah and you can just go through the link tree and it has like everything there got it yeah. we'll
0: be sharing that thank you so much for your yeah. time this was so fun and thank very inspiring and uh it's a great challenge to yeah just be more authentic And put it out there. And um, I think because there's not, not so much a fear of clients, but probably a fear of other professionals who are looking at like you know what i mean i think that could be a limiting factor for a lot of people so i love that you're like share it and it could you know look what it's done for you you know i'm gonna
1: tell you a secret um well i don't know if it's a secret but uh i know we're winding up and i'm like
0: (laughs) more secrets Um, we love these
1: Yes. Firstly, your client is, is the most important person. So always do it with consent. Um, even when I take pictures, I will tell them you're probably going to feature on my social media. Exactly. Um, That's so, part of the
0: contract actually. Like yes, yeah. photos. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. So you might feature in, in social media and all of that, mm-hmm. but, um, actually a lot of how I make money is from social media. So those reels or those posts or those stories that I tell, I'm actually getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. So that's another way you can make money off of um, off of your sewing or off of off of uh, what you do. So share, share yeah. your work. And the more it's shared, the more viral it is, um, the more the more money. Exactly. The queen of multiple income streams over here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah, don't be afraid to share. You could get my, you could be paid for, for posting your work. (laughs) That was, that was definitely worth the final tip. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll have to get you back on. We'll think of a different subject because this is really fun. Thank you so much.
1: You are welcome. And this was a pleasure uh, chatting with you. And yeah. yeah, I can't
0: wait to get this out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.